God is sovereign over everything. There's nothing that has ever taken place that God could not have stopped it had he wanted to. From Walking in Grace, this is the Straight Truth Podcast, Christian truths in an increasingly secular world. Welcome again to the Straight Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Philpot, and as always, I'm joined by Pastor Richard Caldwell of Founders Baptist Church. Now, with the podcast this time, we're going to do things a little differently. Instead of me asking Pastor Richard the question, we actually have a small, live audience of mostly young people who have important topics they'd like to ask Pastor Richard. So we hope you'll enjoy this new format for Season 14 of Straight Truth. But if you have a question you'd like to ask Pastor Richard, as always, please leave a comment below this video or submit a question on our website, straighttruth.net. With that, let's get to the question for this episode. So my question is, why did God allow sin, considering He could have stopped it from the outset? That's a great question, and it's a a question people have asked for a very, very long time and will continue to ask, I'm sure. I think the short answer is God allowed sin for His glory. That is, there is something that's going to be known about God because of all that has taken place in the world and throughout history that would not have otherwise been put on display if God had not decreed that or purposed that. What we want to do when we come to this kind of a question, in my view, is is, uh, we never want to approach it philosophically. We want to approach it biblically. Just take the straightforward statements of Scripture, hold to those with all your heart, and you'll always end up in the right place. So the way I work through this question for my own mind, one, God is sovereign over everything. There's nothing that has ever taken place that God could not have stopped it had He wanted to. So in, in, from some vantage point, it had to reflect what God wanted to happen or, or allowed to happen for some other reason than itself when I'm thinking about evil. Because I also know this about God, He is light. In Him is no darkness whatsoever. So God doesn't delight in evil in and of itself. I have to know that about the character of God. He is absolutely, perfectly good. So He's sovereign over everything. There's not stuff happening that He has no control over. And He is absolutely holy, good, upright in everything that He does. Okay, And it's not just that everything that He does is good because He did it. It's, It's God is good, and therefore everything that He does is good because He is good. So I bear that in mind. A verse that comes to mind in light of that question, Isaiah 45, 7, where the Lord says, I form light and create darkness. I make well-being and create calamity. I am the Lord who does all these things. And, and, and if you note the way that he expresses himself there, he takes, he takes the full spectrum. I'm light. I form light and create darkness. I make well-being and create calamity. T- take everything that happens in the world And God is saying, I'm sovereign over it. I'm sovereign over it. So while he's not the author of sin in the sense that he delights in sin or agrees with sin or will not punish sin, he's absolutely committed in his holy nature to the judgment of sin and the justice that will follow. But we can't say that God had no plan for evil, that it just came into being on its own and he had no plan for it, had no control over whether it happened or not. That would be untrue. He's sovereign over everything, yet absolutely good, 
Why did he allow it? Because when it's all finished, when it's all said and done, there will be something on display about God that we would not have otherwise known had the world not taken place the way that it has. And I mean, some things immediately come to my mind. We don't know God to be gracious if we don't have the sin problem. We don't know God to be forgiving, merciful, compassionate. We don't know what it is for God to love his enemies if there are no enemies. We, we, we don't know something of the wisdom of God. I mean, this is one of the things that, that we're told about the church. It's, it's a mystery that as God has brought it into being, even the angels marvel at what is on display and what God has done in his church. So God is making a demonstration of himself, and this is absolutely right. For, for you and I to put ourselves on display is sinful because we're not worthy of that kind of recognition. But God is worthy in and of himself of all glory and honor and majesty and praise. And so God can't be committed to anything higher than himself because he's what is most worthy of God's own commitment. So he is committed to the manifestation, the glorification of his own holy character. And in some way, the existence of evil has figured into the display, the manifestation of that which is true of God. And in that sense, it's good that he allowed it. That's helpful and good. <clears throat> it's interesting to think that as you're talking about God's attributes, that he is, um, th that in order for him to show his mercy and compassion, he has to um, or, or, or would allow sin to enter into the world, and therefore he is just. And if we would remove justice from God, that would un-God him as much yes. as, as, as if we removed his mercy and compassion from him. It is part of who, who he is. It, it is. All that is in God is, is God, and that includes his justice and mercy. Amen, Josh. Yeah, you, you raised something that I'm glad you did. You know, I just contrasted what, we, what would we know about God without the presence of evil, and I mentioned positive things, or mm -hmm. things we regard to be positive oftentimes, forgiveness, love, mercy, kindness. But we also know something of, of the justice of God as a result of this, because he will punish evil. Mm -hmm. He will uh, put on display his own holy nature with respect to how he deals with sin. I was thinking, you, you had mentioned one, 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 one passage earlier, and it reminded me of, of Lamentations, a kind of an un, unfamiliar mm -hmm. book of the Bible, but the way it's structured, it has an exact center. And, and this has always been fascinating to me that this exact center, it's structured like this, you know, like this chiasm where there's a, a clear center. And the center brings up this very topic that you've been, that you've been discussing uh, for this question. For, um, this is Lamentations 3, 31 to 33. For the Lord will not cast off forever. Remember, the people are going into exile. This is Jeremiah writing this. But though, although he calls grief, he will have compassion according to the abundance of his steadfast love, for he does not afflict from his heart or grieve the children of man. Mm. The Westminster divines, they looked at this and they, uh, passages like this, and they said, well, this is, there's a natural work of God in that he is, he is naturally merciful and compassionate. And then there's the strange work of God mm -hmm. in that he, um, he brings affliction and allows sin to, to come into the world, but in order to show these, his glory in these other ways. That's excellent, yeah. And I think, as, as I mentioned earlier, for my own mind and for those whom I have the privilege to shepherd, what I want us to do is not try to get our minds around this philosophically, but biblically. Just let the Bible say what it says about God in every aspect of who He's revealed Himself to be. 
and you'll be standing on safe ground. So does God delight in evil itself? No. Is there darkness in God? No. Is God absolutely sovereign? Yes. Will His holy character be put on display as a result of Him decreeing and allowing evil? Yes. And if I can just keep my mind centered in those ways, on those things, I'm going to come away thinking rightly about God. I also need to acknowledge my limitations. Can I get my mind completely around this question? Not fully. Mm -hmm. So the best I can do is humbly acknowledge what God has revealed about Himself and believe it with all my heart. And if I do that, I'll stand in the right spot. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Straight Truth Podcast. Now, we'd love to have you share this episode with friends and family. And the easiest way to do that is by going to our website, straighttruth.net, and subscribing to one of our social media channels like YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Now, Straight Truth is listener-supported. So if you'd like to find out ways to help us to continue to produce this podcast, again, go to our website, straighttruth.net. Now, Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries, the preaching and teaching ministry of Pastor Richard Caldwell. For more information, go to walkingingrace.org.